You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv. about the worst comics that we have in our collection. Which is all of them. Which is all of them. That's why it's the worst collection ever. And uh, just to let you know, thank you for the Sideshow Network and especially Comics on Comics. Uh, Juan and Vito are very gracious to allow us into their feed. Mm -hmm. Would you like to... uh... Yes, no, thank you very much to Juan and Vito for allowing us to... uh piggyback on their feed um if you're wondering hey wait these guys aren't one and veto no we're not but definitely not no. we, they are kind and gracious enough to allow us to use their feed so thank you to yes. them and sideshow yes i am a producer on uh, comics on comics anyways so i i am, am not yeah she is not but we are good friends and they have approved of us hanging out so we get to talk about some comic stuff some yes. very specific stuff so so basically the premise if you didn't hear episode one we have a shitty comic collection it is the worst collection ever well it's shitty in the terms of that it's it caught co- it's cheap as fuck we buy a dollar comic it's very cheap we buy, we buy very cheap comics no one is going to buy these from us no one's going to buy these from us we buy them strictly based on cover content and how cheap they are how cheap they are how uh, based on interest if I want to read them what characters we like what characters we like and we like some odd characters you know especially from, him except for me you know John likes Batman so I do so that's how we're gonna do there that. are so many cheap Batman comics out there because there's, there's a million Batman comics that's why they're so cheap that's why that's, that's why it is yes. so we will uh, delve into maybe some of those too uh, as we have in the past uh, but we will, uh, this week, talk about uh, two comics in particular. Uh, first of all, we're going to talk about The Defenders from Marvel Comics, uh, issue number 19. I'm oh, sorry. We're going to be talking about The Defenders from Marvel Comics, issue number 98, uh, released August 8, 1981. Oof. August 1981, so it's it's kind of old. And then what's the other one? Uh, we're going to be doing an action comics. This is... Action Comics Volume 38, number 445, from March 1975. That's right. That's right. So, uh, comics older than I am. These comics, yeah. So, these comics are older than probably most of the audience here. (coughs) Which is. There was a 1975, just for all of you out there. There was, that was a thing. (laughs) So, yes. But uh, we're going to talk about those two books today. Uh, first, let's jump into The Defenders. Now, I, uh, I'm the Marvel guy. Yeah. on this team here. So I have become interested in the Fenders quite recently because of just the weirdness of the the, the, the comic. It's just a weird comic. If you're not familiar with the Defenders, which you probably are by listening to comics and comics, but the Defenders are basically a, a hodgepodge team from that existed in the uh, 70s and the eight, up to the mid-80s uh, which was put together by uh, Doctor Strange mostly. He was mostly the leader, but it was whoever basically would want to hang out with him and go and do some weird stuff like deal with mystic deals or whatever. It's just it was a 
kind of like Justice League Dark, but not as uh, cohesive of a team. You know, and uh, there's a lot of similarities that you could say because you have the spooky nature of some of the stuff they would go into. But uh, yeah, that's that's basically the Defenders. In this particular issue, the team consists of Doctor Strange, Valkyrie, Hellcat, uh, Night Slayer, uh, the Son of Satan, Damian Hellstrom, and uh, and Nighthawk for a minute. He quits mm-hmm. because he yep. must have got his ass kicked in the issue before. And he's like, ah, guys, I'm done. Well, he doesn't really get, he doesn't quit because he gets his ass kicked. He has some sort of ailment where the sun comes up and then he, like, gets petrified. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I know fuck nothing about Marvel. Uh, I apologize. I am, I am a DC fangirl through and through because I am a glutton for punishment. So I know next to nothing about Marvel. Yeah. Uh, but I did read this comic. Yes, and, and it's, it's, it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun comic because basically the premise is that the Defenders get a phone call. And I love it when superheroes get phone calls. It's great. It just they're listed in the yellow pages? Like, this is back in the day. So well, you can, like you can, well Doctor Strange is an actual doctor. So, you know, he's a doctor of the occult. So he could, uh... So, like, basically it's like driving around L.A. and seeing all those psychic yeah. things in the window. You just, like, stop by and talk to Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange, that's his thing. But, he, you know, he does he does some heavy-duty shit, you know, and he's got, you know, manservant, and he's got, you know, a bunch of people hanging out with him doing doing meditating and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, so it's, it actually makes sense that his phone number's in there, and so basically... What I would I, like to see the Yellow Pages ad the Doctor Strange placed for people to call him. Well, no, I don't I think, think it's it... like that episode of the X Files where Mister Yappy shows up. Oh, You've never seen that episode. Yeah, I know. Uh, no. You're no fun. It's like that for any X Files fans out there. It's like that. So, but he is. Uh, so he's hanging out, and uh, or he's actually he's not there. It's uh, Wong and Clea, his manservant Wong and his uh, mystic girlfriend Clea are sitting in his Doctor Strange's brownstone, and they get a phone call, uh, and it's you know we don't see who it is. And then all of a sudden, Doctor Strange shows up, and he, you know, Wong's like, "Here they are!" And it turns out it's Captain America on the other end, mm-hmm. asking Doctor Strange to investigate. But it's not only Captain America; it's Captain America, Iron Man, Beast, and I do believe that is Wonder Man. Well, that's, the that's Wonder Man. Yeah, well, yes. they're the Avengers. They're just and they're, they're they. Somebody asked them to investigate a big, uh, hand-shaped print in Florida. Six-fingered hand. Six-fingered hand in Citrus, Citrusville, Florida. And uh, so they, you know, so the, and Captain America's like, fuck, I don't know if I can do anything about this. So he calls up Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange shows up with the Defenders. He jazz hands his way over there. Because he kind of, he, he, when he sort of appears places, he does look rather fabulous. Yes. Let's let's be honest. He's got the cape. He's got some leggings going. Oh, I forgot about Gargoyle, too. Gargoyle is a part of this group as well. He just recently debuted in the Marvel Universe, but Gargoyle, yeah, Gargoyle's a part of the Defenders as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they show up, so they show up at this place, you know, and it's pretty funny because uh, Beast sees uh, Hellcat hanging out in her banana yellow And he gets a big Ubitard. old Beast boner. And he gets a boner and he's like, mm. He's like, hey, so he calls her something weird. He, he says, now there goes an unusual bunch, especially the little lady in the yellow tights. And apparently that is Beast's way of saying, holy fuck, I want to bang that chick. Beast is great though, because Beast is just and he he did go on to join the Defenders, and uh, you know in the later years. Did he have sex with Hellcat? No, no, no. no, He was you know he kind of stuck it out. He kind of you know didn't really do much other than 
He's actually in the very last panel of the very last issue of the fan, of the Defenders, holding a dog named Sassafras. That's uh, that's some knowledge for you. But um, whose dog is it? His dog? It's their dog. They got a dog later. Like Avengers dog or the Defenders dog? The Defenders. They collectively own a dog. Yeah, they got a dog. That makes sense. They got Wait, a dog. Is it a Mystic dog? No, it's just a puppy. What the fuck, man! It's just a puppy named Sassafras. It just like hangs out. Does it live at Doctor Strange's house? Um, it's just either that or it's some mansion they have. They had a, they got a, they had a few different places. I think Doctor Strange's pad was one of the places they kicked it for a while. But then they also ended up getting the uh, the the dog. You know, can the, we say that's a little bit weird for an entire team of people to collectively own a dog? Well, they had that like on the. But like, they don't live there. But the, they had a housekeeper. Oh, so it's the housekeeper's dog. No, but she. But they was everybody. You know, they would come back frequently, and then you know, Beast would play with the dog. You know, he would have fun. Well, who feeds the dog? The, the housekeeper. Or the lady, you know, they have a, they had a, they had a, like, a, a mission lady. This is what is important to me. It's who is taking care of the adorable it, dog. It, it, it's, it, Beast was a, you know, Beast, you know, had a fun with the dog. So what it, happens when the defenders break up? Who gets the dog? I don't know what happened with the, to, to the dog, to yeah, be honest. I'm telling you, it's weird. I'm, th- I'm assuming Beast was holding it last, so he was the one that probably took it. <laughs> Like fucking hot potato. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't see anybody else on the defend that defenders team. Not it, bro. Yeah, I don't think that at the gargoyle. You know, is a little. He probably yeah. would eat the dog. Yeah, yeah. Gargoyle. Well, gargoyle. Gargoyle is about gargoyles. Gargoyle's an elderly man trapped inside of a, a gargoyle body. Mm, good for him. So he probably he was a nice guy. He's always that's the thing is that when you hear him talk, he's very. It's very, very nice, you know, gargoyle is, so. But anyways, so they go and they find this big six-fingered hand crater, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, what the fuck is going on here? I, 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 it's really kind of hard to figure out exactly. There's actually, see, here's the thing. This is the difference between Marvel and DC. There's actually, like, a fucking plot here. It's like they find the six-fingered hand, and then they, like, go into some other dimension, and it's like Man-Thing shows up. I don't know. Man-Thing shows up. He is being uh, possessed by a demon called Unthink. Uh, it's yeah. Unthink, and it's because there's there's like there's like four. Now, now, if you if you think of the word unthink, but add like two more ends to that, it's just throwing a whole bunch of fucking ends. And, just, and it's, just, it's like unthink, you know. So he's possessing man thing, and he's uh, basically you know shows up and starts fucking with uh, you know the team. Everybody, and nothing's nothing's doing. You know, not even the son of Satan can do something. Oh, we also forgot about what's her face uh, before this Hellcat. She has this little outburst where yeah, she's I guess like, she was like possessed in another. She was possessed. Issue. Yeah, she was possessed. And she like claws at the son of Satan's face or something. Well, because they end up getting married later. They end up having a thing. Why wouldn't you want to marry the dude named Son of Satan? Well, you know he's you know he's got some nice hair. Is that now? Can we talk about the pentagram? Some it's just some drawings. It's the point is pointing up. Others is pointing down. Uh, I'm sure that's just a, a mistake. But my question is: Is that permanent? Oh yeah. It's like on his chest, like yeah. it's like a tattoo. Or... Yeah. He's the son of Satan. I mean, why would well, he I not know, have something like, like that? Wouldn't you want to blend in? Like, isn't that your thing? Like, wouldn't you rather blend in so people wouldn't know you're? Well, yeah. Always. I mean, I mean, he just, if he's walking around wearing his uh, his you know his superhero outfit, well, you know, his superhero outfit is like basically just fucking leggings and some nice pointy boots. Because he doesn't wear a shirt. Always shirtless. He's like Danzig. <laughs> Yeah, so. Maybe it, it's too bad. That I was gonna say maybe Danza got his inspiration from this, but I think 
He might have. He could see me. Oh, by, by the Are way. I'm sure that's an eight. Yeah, that's an eight. Okay. By the way, we should actually talk about real quickly the cover of this issue. For some reason, the WB frog is sitting on top of the D. Do you see that? Yes. What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. I don't think it's supposed to be the WB frog, but it's definitely a frog wearing a top hat. It's a frog wearing a Does top hat. Does who's under the age of 30 know what the WB frog is? No. <laughs> Nobody under the age of 30 is reading this comic. That's <laughs> why we own it. And since uh, yeah, so if you guys are under the age of 30 and have never heard of the WB I can take a picture frog, of that. I'm actually, I, I, that's the second time I've, you know. the. It's funny. It, it, it's a little, yeah. Uh, go on Wikipedia. Go Wikipedia the WB Frog. It's really racist. It's really racist. And for some reason he makes an appearance here. So yeah, let's. Um, uh, and he's wearing a fucking top hat. What's going on with that? And he never, the thing is, it doesn't factor in anything later. No, Unless if I miss something at the end. That uh, there's like, I didn't I didn't think he's at the end, but anyways, anyways, so basically, Man Thing starts slapping around the defenders, and you know, Valkyrie and Night Slayer hit him with swords, and they ain't doing shit, Man and thing. or Devil Slayer, excuse me. Um, which uh, yeah, so Man Thing, so what happens is like Doctor Strange basically takes his astral self and goes into Man, my, Man Thing's eye. Mm-hmm. And and he just basically where he fu- he finds the man in man thing. Well, he finds the man in man thing, and but he also finds the demon. He finds the, the demon, uh, unthink. Unthink. Yes, yeah, so he's basically like uh, just like a skeleton. Yeah, with, just like, just a dude. He he's basically well, here's the thing a that I don't really get about buff skeleton well, thing, where you can see his spinal column, but then he's wearing. Uh, I don't know. Oh, pretty d- much like Mystique's bottom half of her costume. So he's yeah, covering up his skeleton dick. Yeah, he's which got is a skeleton. He's dick a little bit ashamed. Like, yet he has to wear a skeleton dick. sash. But for so yeah, but he's like he's really jacked, and he's got except for his you except can for see his, his he has no he did eight minute abs. <laughs> no, he did like eight hundred minute abs. Eight hundred minute abs he, to the point where he has no abs. He's really fit, guys. Yeah, no, I don't know if he's really fit. He's like a weird combination between uh, terrifyingly skeletal and super jacked. Which I think... Uh, it's like somebody took two different toys and put them together. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like somebody when, like, when you used to be a kid and you could used to put together G.I. Joes, like different parts of your G.I. Joes. Yeah, you just make them all fucked up looking. You just make them all fucked up. Like... I said, that's what somebody did. They took like Mystique's bottom half. Yeah, at least the, her skirt. Her skirt, and then they gave him like the top half of He-Man. And Skeletor's face. Skeletor's face and no abs. There's no middle. There's no middle. There's no orbit. There's, 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 there's literally no, I mean, not my abs. Like, he's literally got no abs. He's got no organs. It's just a spinal column and the top of his hips. But how does he get so buff? Like, I don't, I'm just, I don't there's a lot of questions that need to be answered here. There's a lot of questions in comics that need to be answered. This is a question that I think uh, the Marvel Universe needs to address at some point. Like, but, how does he not, like, fall over? Like, look at this picture. Because like, obviously. How does this not just snap right in half with this gigantic, meaty top half? It is tiny little... Well, also, too, how is he cultivating mass? Because he's not digesting it. He doesn't have... Well, I, I, he's a demon. I don't I don't know, but it's still... Maybe the, that's why. But he has to have a stomach. Well, could we... Comics? Sure. <laughs> that's also why Man-Thing is completely naked in his own mind. Or the man in Man-Thing, excuse me. Well, I mean... Look, I love how this drawing is covering his ass. Okay, well, good. You know, so he's he's he's, he's naked and he yeah. shows up and basically he, he shows up and he starts fighting Spinal Column dude. And Doctor Strange is like, "I'm gonna give you all my power," and he just like stares at him and like kind of waves his hand at, at the man and man thing until uh, he can 
the man thing guy can banish the demon from himself. Man, banish the demon from his from his psyche, and then, and then but 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 yo, and then I think basically he tells Doctor Strange is like. Sorry, Ted Salas, aka Man Thing. I can't bring you back to being a man. <laughs> and he's like, Sounds he's like, but I can give you the opportunity to control this monster. And he's like, fuck it, just put me back down into being a shambling beast. And uh, you know, whatever. And that's basically how it ends. And then they end up going. No, they go through this weird uh, reality hole thing. And then they end up. I don't know where the fuck they end up. Somewhere, yeah, they're the nexus of realities, I That's think. That's it. But it's just, but it, but they end up down this really weird staircase. Uh, what's her face goes missing. Uh, Hellcat, Hellcat goes, goes missing. Hellcat so goes missing. Basically, don't read the end of this comic if you're on acid. Yes, because it will just look even weirder. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming people. Well, look at this guy here. Look at this guy here. He looks like a demon. Oh, these two demons here are dressed, but they're purple. Demons, but they're dressed in medieval powdered wigs. Not even that's like that's or 18th century uh, powdered yeah, wigs. Look yeah. like George Washington. Basically, they're wearing uh, Ichabod Crane's outfit from Sleepy Hollow. But they're fat purple demons. But they're fat purple demons. So uh, and uh, so yeah. there's that. Yeah. So, is a frog in here anywhere? No, there's no frog. But I do see like I think this guy's like a man with a I don't know is that a horse head uh, walking a, a man a man I guess I'm not sure and there's a little house yes there's a little house oh see now I'm looking at this now this is really weird and then there's it's something over back up, here right? there's two men fighting with axes and everybody else is just kind of like yeah alright let's just keep uh, going we'll down see, there's also this hand pointing them in the right direction but the hand is not attached to anything it's a six but it does hand. have yes it is a six fingered hand and it has some fabulous nails Mm, good. Some nice, nice nails. Went to the salon, got all that taken care of before he just decided to destroy the world. And so this guy basically ends up, and uh, I'm looking for the frog. Uh, I, I don't see the frog. I, I just, see a lizard. I see lizards, but no top hats. No, no weird top hat thing. So Maya, I guess, is Maya. this guy. He's Maya the chairman. Sure. And he brings them to, like, this place where weird spinal column demon is hanging out and he says oh he's there oh yes, I forgot there. yeah there he is and there's all these other weird demons and he's like hey welcome to my cool little group I'm throwing a party and I have the Hulk I have Submariner I have Clea and I have the Silver Surfer and they're just like I don't know where they came from but there they are they're being held against their will and the defenders now have to do something about that and that's how this book ends and then the final conflict is next issue miss it at your own risk I already did I'm sorry yeah uh, that's sort of the drawback of buying dollar comics uh, sometimes you can't find the rest of it so I guess if we really cared we'd get a trade so yeah like I said um, I am not a Marvel girl so I don't know much about this however I will say that this had a thorough uh, a through plot I understood it uh, there and was, a resolution. There was a resolution. Except for the frog. The frog is weird. It's on the cover. But, I mean, I, yeah, there was a resolution. Oh, wait, did we miss a part? There's also a part in here, too. And I think and this has got to be something that comes up later. Is it the kids? The kids. Yeah, some kid yeah. No, but it even says on there, like, we'll see that in the next issue. Which oh, good. I hate how they used to do that in old comics. But, yeah, there's, like, some kids um, playing in some wreckage of a burnt house and they find a cape and they're like oh check it out man look at me I'm a magician and then he says a word and he disappears and then he comes back as like some sort of freaky lizard monster and his kid friends run away and it literally says more on Ricky Eddie and their newfound friend next issue but for now Eddie disappeared well they're setting it up so I mean 
it's hard for me to rag on this because there's actually like they talk to each other and there's <laughs> they're not just punching each other randomly for no fucking reason if they're on a team. I kind of want to follow up on this. I want to know more about this frog. Okay. I need to know more about what the existence of this frog with a top hat. Because if you want to think of it as just a frog, who well, who drew the cover? Maybe they like to draw frogs. Oh, who, I don't know. Was there a name on here? No, there's nothing on this one. I don't. I don't know how to tell who draws covers anymore. Well, not on these old ones. I don't know. Well, J. M. DeMatteis did the. Well, that's why it makes sense. Wait a minute. Does it say who's he's the, the writer? The color it. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Because he's a good writer, but like that's why this fucking book makes sense. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why. Is that written by Anne Desanti? Fuck. Um, and then it just says artists, but it doesn't say which one is the cover artist. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this particular artist likes to draw frogs. It's kind of like Jim Ballant always put a cat on the Catwoman cover, even though it's hard to find them. Well, I can see that frog. I mean, it makes sense that a frog is in the swamp with well, swamp with, with man because thing. Because they're in a swamp. But why is he wearing a hat? Because it's Doctor Strange. Why the fuck not? <sighs> maybe that's. I don't know. Maybe the frog comes back. Okay, so the next comic we're doing is Action Comics. Action Comics number. It is Action Comics Volume mm. Thirty-Eight, Number Four Forty-Five. Yeah, it's Action Comics Number Four Forty-Five from number March Nineteen Seventy-Five. Nineteen Seventy-Five. So you, uh, I'll let you explain this plot. Uh, is there a plot? That's a great question. Well, there is. There's always a plot. Well, okay, so. I don't even know how to explain this. It's called Count 10 Superman. It's Count 10, and not Count 210. Count 10 Superman and die. So, so, Superman, so, it's the way the title basically implies that you count to 10. Yes, but not Count 210, Count 10. You count 10, and then you Superman like, like Soldier Boy Superman. Sure. And then you die. Yes, that sounds right. Which sounds actually that all, all correct. Th- actually, when you think about what Superman. You just explained this entire comic. When you book. explain what Supermaning really is. Yep. That, that that's sounds it. that actually sounds really funny. I do have to say though, the cover uh, has nothing to do with the story except for the fact that there are two Supermen, two Supermans. Uh, but Lois is rocking some seventies realness. Well, wow, Lois looks great. She looks great in this picture. I got to say, this is some seventies realness, and she looks really good. Uh, but anyway, so. Superman uh, is being a dickhole because that's what he does and he's helping some crew like burrow through a mountain and they're like hey thanks Superman uh, that would have taken us a week and I'm like hey thanks Superman from fucking all those dudes out of their jobs because yep. you just did it for them so congratulations for making a whole bunch of families go hungry so anyway he flies back to Metropolis and Clark Kent shows up to see a speech from Superman except it's not Superman it is the actor who played Superman on the Superman TV show so apparently there is a Superman TV show, fictional Superman TV show, within the comic book world of Superman. Yes. So, but what happened was the actor was horribly scarred and disfigured, the guy who played Superman. He became a hamburger face. Yeah, he, he was some sort of accident on set, and he was horribly scarred and disfigured, and the doctors couldn't do anything for him, but... Superman, with his Kryptonian technology and Superman-ness, could. So he decided to become a, quote, super surgeon and give this guy his face back. This is bullshit. And this is so weird because instead of giving him 
his original face back, the guy says to Superman, Hey, Superman, how about as a tribute to how awesome you are for helping me out and giving me a face, can I have your face? And Superman goes... Cool but, but, idea, what, but bro. wouldn't he already have had his own uh, Superman's face because he was portraying Superman? Well, he would have looked somewhat like him, but he wouldn't look exactly the same. Now he looks exactly the same. So Superman literally surgically gives this guy his exact face. And this is a normal good thing. Um, and so Lois is like, oh my god, isn't that amazing? He even managed to get his voice perfect and and I guess his name is, what is his name? Greg. Greg Reed? Sure. Gregory, that's right. Gregory Reed. Uh, Gregory brother. Reed Jabir- is an exact double of Superman. So, when they're they're sitting there and blah, 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 and now they all go outside after this speech and everybody's talking to how, you know, to Gregory, talking about how great he is, and all of a sudden, something shoots down from the heavens and shoots him right in the chest. Gregory Reed. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And... They're like, oh my god, what happened? I don't know. And of course, Clark runs away. And the real Superman shows up to help him. And uh, there's some sort of weird alien... This is a recurring theme in these old Superman comics, where there's some sort of, like, alien race that is just bound to determine... But they're called the Superman Revenge Squad. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't understand why. Because they must have... He must have fucked somebody over at some point. Like, all the people? Like, every single... Right, but these guys are, like, specifically... Yeah, they're coming. The, the dudes. Yeah, so they like they're yelling at each other. They're like, "That's not the right Superman," because apparently, aliens from hundreds of thousands of miles above us can tell the real Superman from the fake Superman. Fucking Lois Lane standing next to Clark Kent cannot. She's an idiot. Uh, so yeah, just as an FYI on that, so the aliens know that they didn't hit the right Superman, and they're like, "Oh no!" So Superman shows up and he takes his buddy George out, and he flies him to the thing. George. Greg. Greg, whatever the fuck his name is, Greg, and he flies him to the hospital. But the aliens are like, oh no, we don't have enough juice to try to shoot the real Superman. Uh, I have an idea, and I have no idea why this didn't happen the first time, but it happens now. Our new idea is Superman is going to do ten super deeds, save people. Oh no, they shot him. They did shoot him, but here's the thing. Now what they're going to do is they try to shoot him again and it doesn't work. So they're like, oh wait a second. This didn't work. What are we going to do? And he's like, every time he expends energy performing a super feat, the pulse flow, which, okay, that's a name. That's the name of their gun. Within him will grow stronger and stronger until 10 feet later, it will be, our gun will be, the pulse flow will be charged enough to legally poison his body. So why, oh wait! So I thought it was. I don't know why it were that he were they were able to shoot them in the first place, but they're like, oh no, we can't shoot him now. Now he has to do ten super feats, and that energy that he expand expends will charge our pulse flow gun. I was confused. See, I thought that they shot him, and they're like, well, basically, if he did ten super feats by doing that, he was gonna die. No, it's the, it has to charge their gun. Oh. Yes. Well, that's stupid. I know. It's really, really dumb. And how they can target Superman and just get his energy instead of, like, I don't know, the energy of the sun or other things, like, I don't know, a a fucking reactor 
Yeah. You know, like using like, other alien science, and they're like any other so fucking solar panel. You're depending on depending on Clark. It's like don't depend on Clark. He's an idiot. <laughs> yes. So, so basically, though, he goes around. He does a bunch of things to save a, people. A, a, and they're like, oh, he's gonna get up to ten. Okay, so he's like trying to do it. Um, but there's also this weird part where like Greg, Greg, Greg Reed, Gregory. I keep forgetting this dude's name. This is like um, Robert Reed. Right. Great. Um, <laughs> the, he's he's so damaged by this that Clark is just weeping like a baby, which is probably one of my favorite panels. Is just him I think Superman cries like like this where he literally, it literally says, "Here's the speech bubble: boo, boo, who sob, wah, 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 wah." Superman. And Lois is like, "Oh my God, get a hold of yourself, Clark. Get a hold of yourself, you man wimp." <laughs> So, you should actually just take screenshots of all these these pictures, faces that he's making, these oh emotional God, faces. Amazing. They're pretty amazing. And then, so later on, he goes and, like, throws a shark. Yeah, he, like, fucking throws a shark. Which is actually is pretty funny. He's just grabbing a shark. He's like, hey, you're not going to eat anybody here. Get the fuck out of here, shark. Ah, uh, screw you, shark. And then, you know, the aliens are like, yes, he's doing it. He's- yeah, it, some random little boy just, like, literally just falls out of a building for no reason. And he's like, I'll save you. And he says, Superman, golly gee whiz, because that's how kids talk. Kids have never talked that way. Yeah. Ever. Oh, we got to go back and talk about him being emotional after that girl calls him. I don't even understand why this page is here. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. This girl calls him like a square or something. No, the guy calls him a square because the girl's like, hey, there's Clark. Because she's with uh, Steve. What's his name? Steve Lombard? Yes. So Steve Lombard is like, you know. The sleazy guy at the Daily Planet. He used to be a football player. He used to be a football player, and he see she 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 just walks in with this. She walks in with Steve, and she sees Clark, and she's like, "Ooh, Clark! I want to hang out with Clark. I want to be Clark." And she's and, and Steve's like, "Ha ha! He's a square." That's right, because he was doing the news. This is during the period of time where he wasn't just a newspaper reporter; he was actually on air. Yeah. As an anchor, so yeah. that's why she recognizes him. Right, so and that's why she wants to meet him. She wants to. She wants to get super meat. Yeah. So, so she's like, and so Steve's like, ah, he's a square. He's got no personality. And he starts crying. So, so in was, the hallway. He starts crying in the hallway. It doesn't make any sense. Just running off, and so, so, which is which is which would be fantastic if you ever met like somebody you really respected. You're like, oh they man, crying. Hey, look, there's uh, there's a, uh, you know, um. Uh, you know, Dan Rather. Hey, Dan Rather, how's it going? And somebody burst into and somebody, and somebody from halfway down the hall goes, I heard he's a square, and he's like, ah, and he runs away. Isn't Dan Rather dead? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. Or Tom Brokaw. Is he dead? No, he's alive. Oh, okay, look at that. Is Abe Vigoda dead? No. All right, good to know. If I was Abe, okay, so let's say it was Abe Vigoda, and I was like, Abe Vigoda, you fucking square, and he would be like, you schmuck, and he would have run away crying. <laughs> That's how I imagine that would have ended. That would have been great, actually. All right, so I, I don't know why that page is there, because it has nothing to do with what's going on. So anyway. Actually, it doesn't, no. No, it doesn't. It's like literally like, hey, here he is saving a shark. Here he is crying in the hallway. Here well, no, he, he is saving a shark. Him is saving a shark makes no, sense. No, I know it does, but that's why I'm saying it doesn't make any sense. This page where he's crying doesn't make any sense because you've got him saving well, a shark. Well, we're, we're supposed to think that he's overly emotional because it ends up being... We'll, we'll get to this point. Yeah. It, meh, I wouldn't think that. But anyway, anyway, so he saved some stupid fucking kid. 
what, what they say, what the aliens say is like, oh, he's being emotional. That's just like an after effect of our ray. It's working. Yay. Oh, I thought it was he was being emotional because his friend is obviously dead. No, it's because it was supposed to be the the, the, the ray made him oh, emo. I, oh, emo ray. Emo I it was an emo it. ray too. And they're like, yes, everything didn't is working. Spider Man three. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> that so actually would have been pretty great. You would have got on hairstyle, starts listening to, uh, you know, some goth or some, you know. Uh, well, it was nineteen seventy five. Nineteen seventy five. So you'd probably be listening to like something I'm trying to think what's in the, what in the 70s was sad uh, yeah I was just thinking I was like was Bauhaus out in the 70s no, I don't remember I just think put sad made. 70s music all it comes up with is uh, uh, Barry Gibb uh, well, Barry, Barry Gibb Barry Gibb died recently like in the 80s oh this is you're looking at our, but you're, she's I looking know. up Bauhaus but she's looking up the I city I hit the wrong one no that was the architecture actually uh, when did they form? You think I should know that? Oh, haha! 1978. I well, this is 1975, though. God damn it! Soon. Soon. So let's just say in two years, three years, that this comic book, we could actually have the Spider-Man three. Yes. Comic books. Exactly. That, how exciting! Spider-Man three of comic books, which was a <laughs> which movie is actually based probably, on. Probably, I'm sure if we if it exists, we have it in our collection. Yes. Um. So anyway. He does all these feats, and they're like, ha-ha, he did it. There we go. And then they zap him, right? They z- oh, that's right, okay. That's so right, they're like, ha-ha, it, it wins, he's dead. Superman died precisely two minutes ago, we win. Uh, and they die. Well, he pretends to die, but it's not. It's Greg Reed. Yeah, and Greg Reed is somehow helping him do all these super feats because Superman gave him some sort of super power pills. Super power which, pills. I, I don't know. But he's been also... He's doing surgery. Now he's fucking giving out drugs to and, people. And then, so also it's revealed that Greg Reed was actually in the hospital pretending to be in a coma. And <laughs> later on, Superman's like... Yeah, he's like, you know, I'm just going to take you back to the hospital and I'll explain it to them and they'll be okay with yeah, that. Yeah, the doctors are going to be totally okay with what's going on. My favorite part is that the aliens are just like, oh, he's dead, and then they fly away. They don't stay to verify that he's dead. They're well, they like, never would have come down to Earth. They're just up there no, no, the whole but I mean, time. Like, so fuck you them. at least wait like an hour they just been, well, to make sure well, plan that was, he's like, oh, he died two minutes ago. We can leave now? If Superman is this fucking... You know, important that you have to kill him immediately. Well, it didn't matter because they go back to their home planet. And they get blown up. And even Superman knows, is like, haha, they knew I wasn't dead, so, you know, they're going to die, and then and they, they do. The end. And then they get shot because they're, they're people back on their planet are like, you fucked up, dead. Yeah. Anyways. Yes. Yeah, because the way that Superman figured out this whole thing, even though the aliens never came down to Earth, he found this out because they're, like, when they first shot uh, Greg... He ended up in a fountain, and Superman went to get him out of the fountain. And he and saw a reflection saw in the reflection sky. In with space. His microscopic vision to see the ship for the Superman Revenge Squad. What squad. an asshole. That's bullshit. Right? It's kind of a dick. Like, you just. It, these these early. Co- these comics sort of make everybody hate Superman. At least make me hate Superman. And I don't hate Superman. Well. So anyway, so that was that story, and then the backstory, the backup story here, uh, is Green Arrow, it's Green Arrow, trying to find Black Canary, 
And he's really creepy because there's this woman, she's walking out to her car, Green Arrow swings down and he goes, you'll excuse me, but I need your help. Let me pull you into these dark bushes. And he literally says, you'll excuse me if I pull you behind these dark bushes to talk, which is fucking creepy for some random dude to like swing out in front of your car and literally be like, I'm pulling you. But he's Green Arrow. I don't care if he's Green Arrow. You don't want to be pulled into dark bushes by some fucker in a mask. Right. It's creepy. So anyway, he shows up and he's like, I can't find Black Canary. She was being some sort of like undercover chick because this one guy really liked what's literally quote unquote dynamite blondes and help me. And they're like, oh, I think, and this girl's like, I, I'll help you, Green Arrow. I know where Black Canary is. And she said, basically sets him up and he goes to find Black Canary. Black Canary gets free. She's wearing bell bottoms, which is pretty fabulous. And then they're trying to, like, bust some drug ring, I think. Well, wait, those are pants? Yeah, those are her pants. Why are her pants so big? See this? She's wearing bell bottoms. Holy shit. <laughs> you didn't realize that No, those pants. look like Mickey Mouse's ears. They are, like, do. Yes, but she's wearing... Whoa, wait, why? Sandies. She's wearing bell bottoms. Why is she wearing... Those... I mean, I guess she's wearing bell bottoms, but... Come on. Those are some big, weird-looking pants. But... It's the 70s. Everybody had big, weird-looking pants. Whatever. So they're like, oh, we need to find the, the drug person, the four horse, the fourth horseman of this drug trade, and it's actually the, the the chick that Green Arrow pulled into the bushes because he's a creepy fuck. And that is the end of that. And that's the end of that. And I, I, don't know how the, I don't know how this ends. Uh, and, and I actually don't care how that ends. Ooh, a hamster ad. Ooh, who doesn't want a hamster? Well, an ad for a hamster wonderland. Could we get one of these with a cat? Yes, but you have, to, you have to squeeze the cat in there. There's no way Tully's fat ass. Look, a Pokemon ball. Great. <laughs> Anyways, so that's uh, so that's Action Comics that's number action comic. four, five, four forty-five, four four forty-five, and hey. uh, that was uh, that was a hoot. It was a hoot. I just don't understand like what what thought you know what and I think you're right actually because I think I'm wrong I think he gets zapped by the ray and then he has to do super feats I thought it was charging but I think you're actually right yeah they give him like a, right. they, give, they give him like space aids yeah they give him space aids and he has to do like so how does that work though because if they fly away and he still won't he still do five more feats before getting blown up like, won't he eventually die? But they just don't address that. They're like, oh, it's okay because they f- they think I'm dead? Yeah, yeah but at the same time... Because I mean, he didn't do five of them. Oh, wait. Here it is. Here's the answer. Since I didn't expend enough super energy to charge the pulse flow, which that just sounds like an erection pill, it's drained out of my body. And poor Greg's like, speaking of draining Superman, I just lost my temporary powers. I, and now my my weird face is gonna... Yeah, I mean, like, what? Like, alright, so let's say you're an awesome surgeon. You're very gifted. You can give people new faces. And they come to you and they say, please help me. And you say, okay. And they go, but as a tribute to you, could you just give me your face? Aren't you gonna be a little weirded out by that? Nobody thinks this is weird. That sounds like a good movie. That sounds like a good movie premise. It's like, what? I want your face. I think that's, that's called a, Face Off. 
starring John Travolta and Nick Cage. Was, who else was in that movie? Nicholas Cage was Nicholas Cage there? and John Travolta. They yeah. switched faces. I, I, I actually, it'd be a great reality show. I want your face. <laughs> Wait, is wasn't that a premise of like a True Life from MTV? That was, was actually. Like, I want to be. I want a I famous, famous face. face. That's right. It was these two asshole brothers? They wanted to look like <laughs> Brad Pitt, and they then they got face surgery, and they didn't look like Brad Pitt. Shock. They look like a, a bunch shock. of they look, they look like a bunch of they young like they had acne of- scarred teenagers with Brad Pitt jaw inserted. That's what they it was, it was pretty sad. I just always remember the one and had nothing to do with famous face, but it was like true life, like I want a perfect body, and it was that guy who was like obsessed with getting good calves. So he had calf implants. Was it Marcus Bagwell? Because his exploded. But that's what, that was a thing. That's amazing. No, he got, like, a calf implant because he just thought, like, the rest of him was so perfect, but he needed a calf implant. Was, it Johnny, was it Johnny Drama? I, sure. Why not? I have no fucking clue who it was. I have no idea if this guy is still with his calf implants. I have no clue. I'm assuming he's dead. <laughs> he was just a random dude on MTV. <laughs> he wasn't, like, a wrestler or anything. Like, oh. I know they die all the time. Well, maybe he died, too. Okay. Anyways, uh, so thank Yay, you. Yeah, that for, was it. That was it. Thank you for listening. Uh, I am on Twitter at Angry Hero Sean. And I am at, on Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram uh, at Jen Stansfield. And uh, once again, thank you to Comics on Comics and the Sideshow Network for letting us do this thing. Yes, and we thank will you. see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.